0: Hare Krishna. This is a reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Third Canto, Chapter 25, Text 36. Upon seeing the charming forms of the Lord, smiling and attractive, and hearing his very pleasing words, the pure devotee almost loses all other consciousness. His senses are freed from all other engagements and he becomes absorbed in devotional service. Thus, in spite of his unwillingness, he attains liberation without separate endeavor. PURPORT A. Śrīla Prabhupāda There are three divisions of devotees, first class, second class, and third class. Even the third-class devotees are liberated souls. It is explained in this verse that although they do not have knowledge, simply by seeing the beautiful decoration of the deity in the temple, the devotees become absorbed in thoughts of him and lose all other consciousness. Simply by fixing oneself in Krishna consciousness, engaging the senses in the service of the Lord, one is imperceptibly Liberated. This is also confirmed in Bhagavad Gita. Simply by discharging uncontaminated devotional service as prescribed in the scriptures, one becomes equal to Brahman. In Bhagavad Gita, it is said, Brahma Bhuyaya Kalpate. This means that the living entity in his original state is Brahman, because he is part and parcel of the Supreme Brahman but simply because of his forgetfulness of his real nature as an eternal servitor of the Lord, he is overwhelmed and captured by maya. His forgetfulness of his real constitutional position is maya. Otherwise, he is eternally brahman. When one is trained to become conscious of his position, he understands that he is the servitor of the Lord. Brahman refers to a state of self-realization. Even the third-class devotee, who is not advanced in knowledge of the Absolute Truth, but simply offers obeisances with great devotion, thinks of the Lord, sees the Lord in the temple, and brings forth flowers and fruits to offer to the Deity, becomes imperceptibly liberated. Shradhayanvita, vītā With great devotion, the devotees offer worshipful respects and paraphernalia to the deity. The deities of Radha and Krishna, Lakshmi and Narayan, and Ram and Sita, are very attractive to devotees, so much so that when they see the statue decorated in the temple of the Lord, they become fully absorbed in thoughts of the Lord. That is the state of liberation. In other words, It is confirmed herewith that even a third-class devotee is in the transcendental position, above those who are trying for liberation by speculation or by other methods. Even great impersonalists like Sukadev Goswami and the four Kumaris were attracted by the beauty of the deities in the temple, by the decorations and by the aroma of tulsi offered to the Lord and they became devotees. Even though they were in the liberated state, instead of remaining impersonalists, they were attracted by the beauty of the Lord and became devotees. Here the word vilasa is very important. Vilasa refers to the activities or pastimes of the Lord. It is a prescribed duty in temple worship. That not only should one visit the temple and see the deity nicely decorated, but at the same time, he should hear the recitation of Srimad Bhagavatam, Bhagavad Gita, or some similar literature, which is regularly recited in the temple. It is the system in Vrindavan that in every temple there is the recitation of Shastras. Even the third class devotees who have no literary knowledge. And no time to read Srimad Bhagavatam or Bhagavad Gita, get the opportunity to hear about the pastimes of the Lord. In this way, their minds may remain always absorbed in thought of the Lord, His form, His activities, and His transcendental nature. This state of Krishna consciousness is a liberated stage. Lord Chaitanya therefore recommended five important processes in the discharge of devotional service. 1. To chant the holy names of the Lord. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. 2. To associate with devotees and serve them as far as possible. 3. To hear Srimad Bhagavatam. 4. To see the decorated temple and the deity, and, if possible, five, to live in a place like Vrindavan or Mathura. These five items alone can help a devotee achieve the highest perfectional stage. This is confirmed in Bhagavad Gita and here in the Srimad Bhagavatam. That third-class devotees can also imperceptibly achieve liberation is accepted in all Vedic literatures. Upon seeing the charming forms of the Lord, smiling and attractive, and hearing his very pleasing words, the pure devotee almost loses all other consciousness. His senses are freed from all other engagements, and he becomes absorbed in devotional service. Thus, in spite of his unwillingness, he gets liberation without separate endeavor. <laughs>
1: pitātmana hita-prāṇāṅśya bhakti aniccato me gatimarni-prajuṅte. So Śrīvīgraḥ darsanaṁ. This temple is situated to give people the facility as it is described here. Svai-darsaniyā so, vai We have to see the deity uh, beginning from the lotus feet, not jumping over the smiling face. That is the way. uh. First of all, you try to see, and when you are practiced, try to see the lotus feet of Krishna. And when you are practiced, To this habit, even after uh, visiting the temple, if you go home, if you are practiced to see the lotus feet of Krishna, that is meditation. So, darshanya avavayi, different limbs. First of all, feet, then the thighs. Then the belt, then the chest, then you reach this mining phase. Uh, <clears throat> Krishna and Krishna's form, if you meditate on Krishna's form, that is Krishna. So we associate with Krishna. Uh, his smiling face, his flute, his hand, his dress his concerts smati or any other gopis surrounded by in this way practice this habit of observing the supreme lord therefore he has appeared harchari vigraha so that we can see him in our present eyes even krishna comes but we have no eyes to see that for the kanisthya there are three kinds of devotees. Kaniṣṭhya-dikārī, madhyam and Uttama-dikārī. means first class, most advanced. And madhyam means in the middle stage, not very advanced, not very lower. And konishto just the neophyte, beginning. So for the beginners, uh, it is recommended that you see the deity daily or always. Uh, beginning from the lotus feet, uh, as you are practiced, uh, then go up to the smiling face. And here also, Srimad Bhagavatam. Simply, if you try to see and if you don't hear, then it will not stay very much. Therefore, we see practically in many temples, because there is no discussion about Krishna, simply it is there, people go for some time. Then gradually, especially those who are educated, so-called educated, they do not feel very much interested, and it has actually happened so many temples. They are not visited even by the devotees, because there must be also hearing about. Two things must go on the deity must be worshipped. This is called Pancharatriki vidhi. Uh, and to hear about the Supreme from Bhagavad-gītā, Śrīmad-bhāgavata, Vedic literature, that is called Bhagavad vidhi So the pañcarātriki vidhi and Bhagavad vidhi must go parallel. Then uh, one, even one is A neophyte, gradually he will come to the intermediate stage between the neophyte stage and to the advanced stage. And, of course, it is very difficult to find out one in very advanced stage. But there are, uh, there are many advanced stage, uh, at least, Uh, the spiritual master is supposed to be in the advanced stage, but for preaching purpose he come down in the intermediate stage, uh, for preaching about. Because in the advanced stage there is no discrimination that here is a devotee and here is a non-devotee, because advanced devotee sees that everyone is devotee, except himself. The advanced devotee sees that he is not a devotee, but all others are devotee. This is advanced But in the Kaniṣṭhādhikārī, in the neophyte state, they simply concentrate on the deity. ar-cāyam just jap yati. Uh, That is required in the beginning. According to the prescribed duties, as they are mentioned in the uh, scriptures, one must take care of the deity. Uh, But unless a little further advanced, he does not know who is a devotee and what is his function with others. In the Madhavadikar, when one at still further advances, he has got four kind of visions: Ishara tadadhineeshu, <inaudible> Bali sheeshu, Prema maitri kipa upekha japa karati shah Madhav. Madhavadikari is not only interested in DTRC, but he knows who is a devotee, and who is innocent, and who is Ishara Īśvara balish. Balish means innocent. There are many innocent men. They actually, they do not know what is to be done, uh, who is God. They are innocent. They are not offenders. But there are others who are offenders. Dishak. Dishad means envious. They are immediately envious as soon as they hear of a devotee of God. They are called envious. Dishak. So Madhavadikari, he knows uh, God, uh, Krishna, Krishna Bhagavan So he wants to develop his love for Krishna. Abvartha Kalam, Vasati Namagane Sadharuchi, the Madhyamadhikari, he wants to see that not a moment is wasted without Krishna consciousness. That is Madhyamadhikari. Abvartha Kalatam, he is always careful that whether I am, I mean, this is spoiling the valuable time of my life that is the first qualification of madmodikar abbar because we have got very short period living period we do not know when we shall die there is no certainty uh, foolish people may think that i shall live forever but that is foolishness Life is very transient. At any moment we can die. Therefore, those who are advanced devotees, they want to see that I have got very short period of life uh, at my (coughs) disposal. (coughs) Therefore, uh, he is very anxious to utilize every moment uh, for advancing in Krishna consciousness. That is Madhva Madhigarh. Abbartha Kalottam. Namagane Sadaruchi. And he has got special taste for chanting the Hare Krishna Madhva. Namagane Sadharuchi. Basati tat. Preeti tat. Basati sthale. And he is very much anxious to live in such places like Vrindavan, Dwarka, Mathura where Krishna lived. That's Vasati Basati means residential. When Krishna appears on this planet, he lives in Mathura, Vrindavan, Dwarka, Dham. So devotees, advanced devotees, they want to live in the residential places of Krishna. Uh, Krishna God has got his residential places everywhere. That's a fact. He is residing even within the atom. But still, uh, he has got special residential places like Vrindavan, Dwarka, Mathura. Uh, so, a devotee is anxious to live in those places. Prititas, uh, Namagane Sadharuchi Abhatha Kalatam Their business is to increase love of God. To increase love of God means there is also process. How to increase? The process is given by Rupa Gosvami, Adosadhyatato Sadhu Sangha. These are the gradual states. Sraddha. means faith. Faith is the beginning. Without faith, you cannot make. Uh, there is no question of Krishna consciousness. Uh, faith means that faith is created after reading Bhagavad Gita. If you read Bhagavad Gita carefully and if you actually understand Bhagavad Gita as it is, then the faith will be created. Uh, without reading Bhagavad Gita, there is no question of faith in Krishna. So what is that faith? Now Krishna says that Sarvudhanman Paritta Jamami kanga So You give up all other engagements, you just surrender to me and I shall give you protection. See if you have got faith, if you believe in the words of Krishna, that is called faith. If you don't believe in the words of Krishna, if we study as a literary thesis and then throw it away, that is not faith. The faith is explained by Krishna Kaviraj Goswami. He says, Faith means one who has got firm faith in the words of Krishna. That is called faith. Uh, I am reading Bhagavad Gita, but I do not accept Krishna as the Supreme Personality of Godhead or He is a person as He says in the Bhagavad Gita. He says, Matta, uh, when He says, He is a person. So Krishna says that there is no more better personality or better superior uh, and, uh, existence than myself man manam bhava mad He says, me. māme-vajapra-padyanthe, māyā-metāṁ saranthite. aham sarvasya, aham, me, I. He says, everywhere. Therefore, Krishna is person. Krishna is not impersonal. klesa Klesha raste sam abhaktya sapta It is said that one who is impersonalist, he takes more trouble to come to me. He'll come later on, but it will take some time. The impersonal feature of understanding of the Supreme Absolute Truth, it is partial
0: understanding.
1: Just like we have explained several times that We have got experience of the sun sign, because sun sign is very easily approached. But that understanding of the sun sign is not real understanding of the sun globe, or sun planet, or the sun god. That is not perfect understanding. It is partial understanding that you can understand the sun globe is full of heat and light. That's all. But how much heat, what is the temperature of heat, how much light is there, and where is the source of heat and light, that is not possible to understand. Everyone will admit this. Simply by saying, because the sunshine is entering your room from the window, that does not mean you know everything of the sun. Similarly, this impersonal understanding of the absolute truth is like that. That like sunshine is impersonal. But the sun God is personal. If sun God is not personal, how Krishna says, imaṁ vivaśyati yūgaṁ This Bhagavad-gītā, he says to Arjuna, that this Bhagavad Gita science of Bhagavad Gita, or this yoga system, Bhakti yoga system, I spoke to Sun God exactly like that. I am speaking to you. So Arjuna is person, and Krishna is person. Uh, therefore, the in the Sun planet, the predominating deity is a person, is not imperson. So you cannot understand that person simply by seeing the sunshine. That requires better qualification, how to enter the sun planet, how to see the predominating deity. The impersonalists, they simply conclude that, uh, same way as we uh, foolish persons conclude that the sun planet is simply a fiery, uh, and there is nothing. Uh, no, if there is nothing, if there is no sun god predominating deity or the president of the sun globe, then how Krishna could speak with him? In the Bhagavad Gita it is said, Aham Yugam Prakthavar. Just like we talk, we are talking with you. We are not talking in the sky vacant. We are talking with person. These are intelligence. These require intelligence. So uh, now we can imagine how the sun god can be person. Uh, It is a fiery, big fire, substance, and how one can live. This is also foolishness. Because I cannot live in the fire, therefore nobody can live in the fire. That is my foolishness. Uh, And my body is not... Uh, so meant Just like you cannot live in the water, it does not mean that there is no living entity in the water. Uh, it requires intelligence. Similarly, if you cannot live in the fire, it does not mean that nobody lives there. Yes, there are living entities whose body is so made, just like the fish and other aquatics, they live. Their mod- body is so made. This is intelligent study. Otherwise, if you simply compare with my intelligence, my position, my circumstances, and it conclude all others like that, that is blindness. That is not blindness. So, similarly, impersonal realization of God, that is imperfect, exactly like the understanding of the sun sign is not understanding of the sun globe and the sun globe. Uh, everyone can understand it. It is not very difficult. If you think that, because I have seen sunshine, then I have seen everything, I have known everything of the sun. No. You do not know even how big the sun globe is. Uh, and when you read books, when you read scientific books, you can understand it is fourteen hundred times bigger than this planet. Uh, so ultimately, God is personal. He is not impersonal. Impersonal understanding is imperfect, partial understanding. That is, God Krishna is saucy bigraha the Ananda. So impersonal understanding of Krishna means you understand only the short portion. The two other portions. Chit or Ananda, you do not know. You do not know. So, uh, if you understand Krishna, then you understand the impersonal Brahma realization and localized Paramatma realization. Uh, that is stated in the Veda. Jasmin vignate sarvamevam vignatam bhavanti. If you simply understand Krishna, uh, then you understand the other two features. Because Krishna is ānanda. Uh, you see Krishna's picture. Uh, he is not thinking, uh, taxing his breath, uh, how to do this, how to do that. No. He is Ānanda, ānanda He is playing on his flute. And Radharani is there. He is in ecstatic ānanda, allādhini shakti, radha krishna pranayabhrikiti, allādhini shakti. It is the transaction of uh, bliss, transcendental bliss. Allādhini shakti. Hmm. Krishna has got many potencies. Out of that, uh, one potency is allādhini shakti, pleasure giving. His ātmarāṅ, is full in himself. When he wants to enjoy, he expands himself, his uh, pleasure potency. Uh, so Rādhārāṇī is his pleasure potency, and the gopīs are expansion of radharani ananda chinmaya rasa Ānanda-cinvaya-rasa-pratibhāvi-tābhi-stābhīya eva-nija-rūpa-tayākalābhi. tayakalabhi nija The forms are Krishna. but ananda chinmaya rasa just to test, The mellow of transcendental bliss, Ananda Chinmayarasa, Pratibhavitavi, Stavija Eva Nijarupa Tayakala, Goloka Eva Nimisati, Okilatna Bhutto, Govindamadi Purusam Tavang. This is a verse from the Brahma Sangita. So, Krishna is, we are seeing the form of Krishna. That is the ultimate understanding of the Absolute Truth. brahmati paramatmeti bhagavaniti sabdhati Badanti, tat tat tavidas tatyam yad Brahmeti, adyam paramatmeti bhagavaniti sabdhati So chit ananda the brahma realization is Shakt realization. Paramatma realization is Chit realization. And Bhagavan realization means Ananda realization. Satchit Ananda. And in the Vedanta Sutra it is said that the absolute truth is uh, Anandamaya Abhyasa. Anandam. He is always Anandamaya. Krishna Krishna's uh, is always full of transcendental bliss, especially in Vrindavan. Vrindavan, that is his original residence. Uh, there, simply Ananda. Krishna is uh, playing with his cowherds, boys, friends. Krishna is dancing with the gopis. Krishna is stealing Mother Yasudas, butter. Krishna is doing so, all Ananda, transcendental bliss. Uh-huh. So, uh, here it is stated that If you begin your devotional service as it is prescribed you, simply see the deity. Ah. Then gradually realize how Krishna is smiling, how Krishna is playing on his flute, how Krishna is enjoying the company of Srimati Radharani. We have to see simply, Simply simplify seeing. And if you hear about Krishna, uh, just you are hearing now. These two processes will increase uh, in such a way that one time onichchato uh, me gotim prajumti, you automatically become a great devotee. Uh, simply if you come to this temple or any temple where deity is very nicely worshiped. These are all scientific. It is not imagination. Uh, just like people think that they are worshipping idol and imagining something. No, they are stated in this. All sāstras. It is a prescribed method for developing your God consciousness or Krishna consciousness. Uh, it is a science. Vijnana Samannitam. Gyanam me paramam guīyam. Jat vijnana Samannitam. When uh, sara angancha grihana and krishna advised Brahmā, uh, after creation then he said janamma this is called chatusloki bhagav uh the four slokas which is the basic principle of srimad uh jnam paramam guyam the knowledge of krishna is very confidential guiyam gaīyād, gaīyatama, in the Bhagavad-gītā said, My dear John, I have spoken to you so many things, but now because you are my very dear friend and devotee, therefore I am disclosing the most confidential knowledge. What is that? Sarva-dharmāṁ parityadya, Just surrender to me. That's all. This is the confidential knowledge. Uh, don't try to... Understand many things, or if you have hard, if you could not understand, if you are, then I tell you, this is the most confidential part of knowledge that uh, Sarvadharmantojya. Uh, before this verse, the Guhyaad uh, Guhyatam. Guhyaad Guhyatam. means very confidential. Uh, so this Guhya, this Brahma realization, is also very confidential, but. Paramatma realization is guhyatara, still more confidence. And to understand Krishna is guhyatthamo, superlative. Guhyat, so, guhyatram. So to understand Krishna, uh, Krishna has explained in so many ways, simply to understand Krishna makes you liberated. So therefore, this is the process of understanding Krishna. Ah. These Krishna consciousness centers are being opened all over the world, just to give the people the chance how to become liberated, simply by seeing the deity and chanting Hare Krishna. This is the opportunity. Ah. But fools and rascals, they think that it is no reason. But actually it's not, this is sign. So by following this process, then what will be this? Hita Atmana, then gradually your mind will be fully absorbed in Krishna Consciousness. Mind and senses. Hita and Hita Prana. Prana. Prana we are prana like These are the senses. So if your mind and senses are fully absorbed in Krishna consciousness, that is called bhakti. That is called bhakti is not sentiment. It is a practical science when your mind and senses are fully absorbed in Krishna. The senses are engaged in serving Krishna and mind is always thinking of Krishna. Savai manak Krishna si Just like Maharaj, Ambarish. He was a great devotee. And his business was, although he was a king, very responsible king and ruling over the world, but his mind was always absorbed in Krishna. This is possible. Uh, this is possible. Uh, that the, a, a example is given that a uh, woman, or a lady, is always busy in his household affairs, but she also takes care of her bunch of hair, how to set it up and very nicely comb She does not forget this. Uh, In spite of her being engaged in so many household affairs, she does not forget to take care of the bunch of hair. Similarly, one who is actually devotee, he may be engaged in so many things, but he does not forget Krishna. That is the example. Very good example. So, Hita Atmana, Hita Pranamsa, Bhakti. This is the perfection. This means that the, uh, the gross body and the subtle body, becomes digested. No more existence of this gross body. Gross body means sense gratification. And uh, subtle body means speculation. God is like that. God is like that. Uh, speculation. Subtle body. manubuddhi ahanka And gross body means the senses. Uh, so when the senses and the mind Everything is engaged in Krishna consciousness, that means you are already liberated. Already liberated. That's said, <laughs> Rannichatame gotimanning prasinti. The liberated means that you have no more the activities of gross body and subtle body, but there are activities of the soul. Oh, this is what. The bhakti means the activities of the soul, not of the body, not of the mind. Uh, The uh, brahma-realization means stopping the activities of the body. But the activities of the mind uh, is going on, uh, or they do not know. Uh, It is not perfect knowledge. Uh, Therefore I have said several times, that is Brahma realization. Those who are Brahma realized souls, they are not in perfect knowledge. So, Abhisuddha Buddha, they have been described as Abhisuddha. Abhisuddha means very purified. And all means not. Abhisuddha Buddha, their intelligence is not yet perfectly purified. Abhisuddha Buddha. Jennero Vindaka. They are thinking that now we have become liberated. No, that is not liberation. Here is liberation. Why? bhakti. When the mind and the senses are all absorbed in Krishna, that is the bhakti state. madh bhakti Labati People think that bhakti is a sentiment. No. It is above liberation. Above liberation. Unless one is not liberated, he cannot stand on the platform of bhakti. That is bhakti. That is called parabhakti. Ah. Parabhakti and parabhakti. So, any devotee who is serious about this dityvarsi, hearing about Krishna, chanting the Hare Krishna mantra, following the Vedic principle, or rejecting the sinful activities of life. In this way, we can come to the platform of spiritual life, and if we act accordingly, that is called bhakti-yoga, or the liberated stage. Thank you very much.